0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply. Yes, Bob Fitzgerald, the voice of the Golden State Warriors, will kind of be into this one uh, a little bit. Hey, Fitz, it's forty-four years since the Miracle on Ice. I'm not trying to date you. I don't want to ask how old you were, but uh, yeah, there's been some negativity after this All-Star Game on Sunday, and I was thinking, what are what you got an event or two in your life? whether you were a kid or an announcer, where it's just one of the most memorable sporting events you watched. It's so memorable. You remember where you were. You know details about it. Uh, Let's start there.
2: Well, I mean, you know, you're asking two good questions. Uh, I remember I was in my parents' kitchen watching the Miracle on Ice on a black-and-white TV. (laughs) Wow. So I, I remember everything about that. I think the coolest thing that, you know, it was in the movie Miracle, but I don't think people really know. Because I love, like, pregame speeches and halftime speeches in sports and, you know, a lot of different coaches that have given them. And, you know, they beat the Russians, but that was not for the gold medal. So they go to play Finland for the gold medal, and Herb Brooks had already done the famous Russia speech. Like, if we played them ten times, they would beat us nine, but not tonight, (laughs) you know. We, tonight we're the best team in the world tonight we do this, tonight, tonight, tonight so he had that incredible speech and they go beat the Russians. For Finland he had no idea what he was going to say for the gold medal game and so he he basically said and you know obviously it's a family show so I don't swear but he said hey guys if you lose this game you'll take it to your effing graves
1: yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's mm. all he said mm. so no I love that team I mean you know, you had Michael Ruzioni and Jim Craig, and I mean, that's oh god, I, I I love that team. So as a as a kid, you know, definitely remember that. I remember my ninth birthday was Bulls Warriors Game Seven of the Western Finals oh. in nineteen seventy five, and the Warriors win that and go on to beat Washington for their their championship. And so that was a cool Game Seven. I still remember everything about Chet Walker and Bob Love and Sloan and Van Leer and Borwinkle and. You know, and then you had, uh, you know, Rick Barry. That's right. They were in the West. They were in the West then, right? Oh, God. I just, I love that whole series and Bill King calling it and everything. So, you know, as a kid, I remember all those kind of things. As a broadcaster, you know, I got, I mean, 31 years in the NBA, and 20-something NFL and a whole bit. But I would say Kobe and and Antoine's 51 points each in an overtime win in 2000 for the, you know, Clay's 37-point quarter. Clay's sixty points in three quarters. Well, you, you know, we, we can't go through threes. we can't I mean, go you know, through all the Warriors. All <laughs> we can't
0: go through all the Warriors ones in the last ten years. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot. Of I threw either we believe out there. That's one everybody remembers. fondly.
2: oh for sure. Yeah. I mean that's the we believe. I, I mean I will tell people like the parade to me is still the biggest. Like you talk for a living, mm. and you know all of a sudden you're going to emcee this parade, and you walk out and one point five million people at Lake Merritt. I don't care how much you speak for a living, like the you know, I was the first person out there to to start it up and it was like the jolt of holy oh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> that even for me, I, I never write anything down. So it's like, whoa, I better uh I better be tap dancing, you know, on the script here pretty well. So no, all that stuff is great, but I, I think that's why we love sports, is that it's unscripted and anytime you go to a building you never know what's gonna happen and so I think those are the, the super fun things. I like all the little things like, you know, Steph had all those streaks where he was making a three in so many consecutive games, and, you know, he went 0 for 10 in L.A., and that ended a streak of 200 and something right. the whole bit, and, you know, I said with Jim going off the air, you know, yeah, you went 0 for 10 tonight. Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise <laughs> me tomorrow night if he broke the NBA record, and we flew home back-to-back, back and he made 13 and set the new NBA oh, record. Oh, re- I, don't,
0: I don't even remember that detail. It was uh, on
2: the heels of an 0-for-10, wow. Yeah, he went 0-for-10, and then the very next night made 13.
1: Fitz, I don't want to tell you about my whole life, but my son, uh, younger Daryl Johnson, is a team manager at Santa Clara. So last year I got to see them play about 10 games, and I got to see pods. But Fitz, I never once said he couldn't play in the league. I just never thought he'd be down Highway 101 helping the Warriors. Can you walk us through just where you're at and how shocked are you, and the fact that I watch other players try to go at him, or think, you know what, I can take them and they can't, and we got a chance to talk to him, Fitz, and I said, like I asked every athlete, who was your guy growing up? And Fitz, he said, Ginobili, and I see that. It is just yeah. a pleasure to watch, man.
2: Yeah, I think the thing is, Guru, you know, what I love about Pajamski and really Chase Jackson Davis is that when you had drafts in the past, like Larry Riley had clued me in that he really loved Steph Curry all during the year before they drafted him. And so Larry's like, hey, you know, if we get number one, we'll take Blake Griffin. But if we get number two or anything else, we're taking Steph Curry. And I'm like, what? So I started watching Steph Curry a lot. So when we got him, I was like, Yeah, this is kind of fun. So it's the same thing with Trace and Pajemsky. As I had talked to Mike Dunleavy and Kent and a lot of people in our scouts, kind of like, hey, you know, who's the best, like, true, just old school big guy that's in college hoops? And I said, I'll watch the Indiana kid. So I watched a bunch of Trace Jackson Davis. And when they got him, you know, 57th, I'm like, oh, my God, I love this guy. Like, this is great. But with Pajemsky, it was, you know, Mike and Kent, I think they've talked about it, where they went down to Santa Clara to watch another guy. And Pajensky kind of jumped off, you know, the building. And so then you start watching him. They're like, hey, you know, watch that Santa Clara kid. you know, keep an eye on it. So I probably watched him maybe eight, nine times. And the one thing that stuck out to me was guards don't rebound like that in college. And if you rebound in college, you will always rebound in the pros. So it's the one translatable yeah. skill that always works no matter what position you play. So I was like, oh, this guy can rebound. And then it was like, you know what? He's craftier than you think, and he'll make a shot. And he's got a big set of onions as far as stepping in front of people and the contact and the physicality. So um, he's just gotten better and better and better, and his confidence is just you know beyond any rookie should have. But I think he's going to be on the all rookie team. So if you're taking nineteenth and you're one of the top five rookies, I mean that, that says a lot about you.
0: Bob Fitzgerald joining us on ninety five seven. The game. He's the voice of the Golden State Warriors. Let me ask you this, Bob, because I'm looking at the Warriors now. They're 27 and 26. They're in 10th. Uh, they're playing better. There's no doubt about it. But when you win four titles in in however many years they've won, you just tend to think of the team as well. It's about titles or nothing. Hey, win a title, it's successful. Anything. But I'm looking at this team, and I'm like, well, they're not. You know, is there something in between that's acceptable for this team? Now, well, I don't want to say acceptable I think you, you in terms of bring up
2: an age old thing. You guys could do a whole you know show on it. I, I don't buy the its titles or else. Okay. In sports, my favorite year is the Warriors seventy three and nine year, and they didn't win the title, mm. but they went eighty eight and eighteen. They were unreal for over six months, and the level of enjoyment to win twenty four in a row. To have only two losses at home, to go to the final minute of game seven, that, that, that was some of the most excellent basketball I saw, and still no Warrior team has ever gone 88 and 18, right? ever. So to me, yeah, it wasn't a championship. I, I grant that. But the, my counter to that is always, remember the Seahawks team that won the division with a losing record? with yeah. Marshawn Lynch and all them, and then they played New Orleans, and Marshawn had the big famous yeah. run and all that. If that Seahawks team that was a losing record in the regular season went and won the Super Bowl, would that have been some great year? Like, is that what it, is That, is that what life is all about? Like, just, well, we won the title. But yeah, you were, you, were, you know, whatever, six and ten, right. you know, seven and nine. Like, you were garbage for the whole year. Like, I, I just don't buy that. Oh, I just wow. don't. So so to me, the season is so long, and every year has its own kind of, you know, rhythm to it. And I, I like great stuff over a prolonged period of time. You know, so it's one of those, like, if you play golf, man, if you have, like, 16 great holes and you blow up on 17 and 18, it doesn't, it's not like you had a bad round. You had an incredible round. You just finished bad. Right. So, you know, I love winning the championship. Believe me, I love it. But 73 and 9? Are you kidding 73 yeah. and 9? Like are you kidding me? What? You know, and then it wasn't like <laughs> they dipped out in the first round and, you know, and fell apart. It took a LeBron block and a Kyrie 3 to beat them at the end of game 7. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Like that that's that's why I love Fraser and Ali. Oh. You know, Frazier wanted one and Ali won but those fights were incredible. Mhm. You know, so, you know, do you want to be Larry Holmes or do you want to be Muhammad Ali? Right. Larry Holmes was undefeated. Who would he ever beat? Who would he ever fight? He was champion. Oh, I'm champion. But based on what?
1: Terry Cooney. Yeah.
2: (laughs) You know, but if you're Ali, yeah, you didn't win all the time. But you're still talked about now. You still matter. So, yeah, I just, I don't know where society morphed into this whole, you know, oh, if you don't win the title. The best baseball team ever doesn't have the World Series title. The best football NFL record Patriots don't have the Super Bowl mm. title. The best hockey team the Detroit Red best season don't have the Stanley Cup. And the best warrior team ever 73 and 9 best NBA doesn't have the championship.
1: But Fitz doesn't that make it from a fan short for fanatic the great Pete Franklin I hear you, but doesn't that make it worse? Like the heartbreak is, is more because you say and everybody knew that your team was the best and you kind of didn't hoist up the trophy at the end.
2: Yeah, but then, I mean, it's the same thing we're going through with the Niners and the Super Bowl. The Niners and Chiefs played, okay, and they played into overtime. But the teams that stink are the 30 other mm. ones, not the Niners and the Chiefs. You know, I mean, you want to be you want to be the Atlanta Falcons or the Bears or what? are you kidding me? Like, no, like I don't <laughs> care. It's like you know they have that thing on Netflix now, the Four Falls in Buffalo. Yeah, you know Buffalo rallied up to get to Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. They didn't win it, but God, was that an incredible wow. success and an incredible team to 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 gather up and get back to the dance every single time like that, like. I, would you want to be the second richest
1: person in the world? I oh, would. Yeah, I, 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 I know. know that's a Bob great one. That. That's a great one, Bob. Hey,
2: l- know, it's a- like, oh, I, I, oh, Warren Buffett has more than me, but I've got $48 billion and I think I'll be fine. So, yeah, we, we got to get from a sports thing. You need to enjoy each game. Then you need to enjoy each month and enjoy each season and take for it what you can take for it. Mm. But this whole, my team doesn't win the title. Screw that. Like, you know, like in college football, there's 120 teams, so maybe your team goes 11 and one and they made the playoffs or they won the Rose Bowl or this or that. But there's only going to be one champion. If you're living your whole life like I've got to win the championship or else, but you're going to do your life's going to be a huge disappointment.
1: Wow, Fitz! <laughs> you know, that's wow. The way I look at it. And all I'm thinking about too, you said some profound stuff. is I got to check out that Buffalo doc because as much yeah. as I say they didn't win it, they got the four bowls. Come on, so uh, I'm gonna check that out. Hey, I've missed you. But I'm glad I didn't talk to you after the Raptor home game here and the Pelican Ooh. game, Bob. I, I needed therapy, and now all of a sudden, uh Kaminga's emergence. They're getting easy buckets, pods. Everybody's making contributions, but the bouquet of flowers go to Draymond Green. I've been um, passionate about his stuff off the court, and I'm nobody to judge, Bob, but he reminded me and everybody his impact on this team. Stephen Curry's shots, you know, or the the quality of shots have changed. I've just been mesmerized by Dre, and I'm telling Steinie at every turn I apologize. And, And, Bob, nobody knows what's around the corner, but I'm excited, and I think they got some action, and it all changed when Dre came back.
2: They went from the worst defensive team in the league to a top five defensive team with the insertion of one dude. Like that's, that's kind of remarkable. You know, and now Chris Paul being out too hurts defensively because Chris is so good. But, you know, they, they saw ways to go, particularly in fourth quarters. They're, they're not a good fourth quarter defensive team right now. But with Draymond, it unlocked Kaminga. It got Wiggins back to himself. It, you know, Steph is Steph, but he's even better with Draymond. And defensively, he just does so many things. And you guys know the game at such a high level. It's not just who Draymond's guarding, but it's all the other mistakes that he covers up and the things that he blows up for the other team when they're trying to run sets because he's such a genius and already knows what, you know, what kind of play they're trying to get into. So, you know, I think, Matt, like, you ask a great question. Like, where do you – if it's not title, like, where do you fit in? Like, I want them to be in the postseason – and get to a seven-game series where, yep. okay, hey, here are the Warriors. They finish you know, in the 7-8, and they win the play-in, and so now they're the seventh seed. And they catch OKC in round one, right? Mm-hmm. And they go to OKC, and they win game one. And now the Thunder go, yeah. oh, crap. <laughs> we, got, we got a seven-gamer against the Warriors? Because the thing I'll say is they have two games against the Thunder where if they would have fouled up three, they win both those games. You know, they've played Minnesota head up. They've played Denver. It took Jokic to hit a 40-footer. Like, where have the Warriors been outclassed by the elite teams? Like, Minnesota, Clippers, OKC, Denver, they have way better records than the Warriors. But in the games against those teams, those games weren't competitive? The Warriors looked like they didn't belong on the court against them? I I don't think so.
0: Fitz! yeah, Fitz. I'm. I'm. Uh, I think the second half of the season is going to be fun. It's going to be exciting, and I don't think anybody really, really knows where it's headed. And that's kind of the way I like it.
2: Yeah, and I, I think too is like you look at the math at 27 and 26. Like if you finished 18 and 11, which would be a nice closing run, particularly with the road games they have. That's 45 wins this year. 45 wins. That's probably eight. Yeah. You know, I mean that's the way the West is right now. I mean, that's probably eight, eight or nine. So these games like tonight against the Lakers and when you're playing, you know, that that last game against the Pelicans will be for a tiebreaker. You got three games left against Dallas, like these are all just monster monster games. So Can't wait. You know, I just I like it I like where the league is at in terms of the talent level in the West, the competitiveness, but I still you know, and it's maybe it's the last days of Ali or the last days of Joe Frazier, whatever. You give the Warriors a seven game series where they can just sit and focus on just you. And you've got Steph and you've got Draymond and you've got Klay Thompson and you've got Pajemski and Kaminga and Chris Paul. You know, you're bringing Sharich off the bench and Moody and those like, that you want, okay, you want the Warriors? Like, that's who you want? Mm-hmm. Like, because Minnesota and OKC and the Clippers have some long, vast playoff history I'm unaware of. Like, okay. You know, like bring it I'm on. No part of the Clippers or Lakers, by the way, because I don't like playing every game where you shoot twenty five fewer free throws than the other team. Yeah, that's so. a damn stat. Hey, Fitz, yeah. you know
1: what? You got me. Just everything you said, you got me thinking, and I'll get you out of here on this one because you brought up the Super Bowl. Hey, I love Patrick Mahomes just as much as the next guy, but Fitz, I'm telling Niner fans, and I've watched the game three or four times. Get a life, Goo, but I have, and they won the game. They earned it. But if I'm a Niner fan, and I've told the fans. That game, they could have won the game, Fitz. I know Mahomes is great, but the Niners played well enough to win that game. You say what to that? Well,
2: here's the one thing I'm going to say, and unfortunately it's in Niner history and it hurts twice. When you have a lead late in a football game, like, I don't know, maybe you're up 10-6 with two minutes left in the third quarter. (laughs) For the love of God, do not put anyone back to field a punt. I, I don't get it. Kyle Williams, now, you know, with Ray Ray and the ball bouncing off a looter, if they kick, if they punt the ball to you and nobody is back and it bounces 10 yards, so what? You get the ball. That game was decided because the the free touchdown for Kansas Mm. City came off a muffed punt. Damn. Eh. Stop putting people back to return punts when you have the lead. I'll and tell you what, well, hey, man. Hey, I thought of it. Stop putting
0: people <laughs> back there it. to field punts, and can we foul all the time up
2: you know <laughs> when we're well, up and, three? And, and think about this. Think of Michigan, Alabama. That Michigan kid nearly fumbled the ball at his own five-yard line. Yeah. Wow, Alabama yeah, would have recovered at the one. Yeah. That kid would have been Steve Bartman. His life would have never been the same. Like, <laughs> Stop putting punt returners back when you have a lead in the second half in a football game. Stop it. <laughs> wow. Like, I'm it glad I
1: asked you. Yeah, I'm it glad could, I
2: asked. the ball could bounce backwards 10 yards or forward 10 yards, 10 yards is not worth losing possession of the ball. Wow. It, 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 we've got to stop this. It's like bunting in baseball. This strategy doesn't work. The disaster element is too big. Wow. The disaster <laughs> element. I love it. They're going to talk about Curdy and Shanahan and the defense and overtime. The fumbled punt was the whole game. It gave Kansas City a free touchdown. Wow. All right, Fitz. Take it easy,
0: baby. Save some up for the second part of the season, buddy.
2: I'm right here. I'm just getting started. I'm gonna go rewatch the Super
1: Bowl. <laughs> oh, there How you go. Guru said. Yeah, there you oh, go, man. Five. Thank you so much right, for joining Love us. Appreciate yeah. it.
0: That's Bob Fitzgerald, T V voice of the Golden State.
1: little West. concept there, maybe, huh?